The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. The views and opinions expressed in the commentaries and or interviews in the following program are solely those of the individuals and are not views of Poppy Chulo Radio, its parent, affiliate, or subsidiary companies. Welcome to Are You Afraid Freak Show, the unofficial American Horror Story Freak Show internet radio show exclusively on Poppy Chulo Radio. Today is Monday, October 27th, 2014, and I'm your host, Poppy Chulo. Happy Halloween week, everyone. Here on Are You Afraid Freak Show, we're going to recap, review, and dissect the latest episode of the Hit FX series. We're also going to deliver directly to you the biggest news regarding American Horror Story Freak Show. So please allow me to introduce you and welcome you to uh, Poppy Chulo's Cabinet of Curiosities of Freaks and Geeks. First up, he comes out every Halloween to collect the freaks. He may have two heads. Just don't ask him which one is bigger. It's deadly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. That's a good one. That's a good one. I'm talking to myself. My head in the back is telling me to do evil things. Evil things. Evil things. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, everyone? Next up, you better watch out as you walk by a pumpkin because she may pop out. It's my petite cat's meow. <laughs> I, was, I was expecting something worse. Boom! I was like, who the fuck jumped out of the pumpkin? I was like, please Boom! let it be somebody cute. Please let it be somebody cute. Whatever. Hey. Next up, he loves to capture freaks and Norse gods, but you must watch out for his 13-inch surprise. It's Prince Rico Suave. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Ah, these intros. What's going on, everybody? And last but not least, if he sits on your lap with his three breasts and his precious, you better stand at attention. It's Jonathan (laughs) Perkins. 13 inches oh my god hello everyone how y'all doing that wasn't part of your intro oh was it oh but i was looking at i was thinking about prince is it really 13 inches <laughs> oh lord oh, it's not that, that kind of show jonathan perkins right. oh 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 sorry is it for the children i don't want no issues or is it for adults <laughs> too much <laughs> too much and on that note, let's before we get to the main show, let's go and visit the sideshow and talk about some of the latest news about American Horror Story. Last week, we discussed that American Horror Story 
was renewed for a fifth season, and Ryan Murphy has stated that within the first couple of episodes, there are these little hints, these little clues as to what the new season, what its theme will be about. And uh, a lot of people on the internet have been talking about this, and so I want to get uh, everyone's feedback on this in a bit of a roundtable discussion on what they think the fifth season could be about. Now, so far, the internet seems to be taking a space theme for the fifth season because they're like her name is Elsa Mars this takes place in Jupiter Florida and of course she sang in the season premiere life on Mars so a lot of people are saying it's a space theme uh, Ryan Murphy was actually asked about this in an interview with uh, Entertainment Weekly and he was like he's trying to like downplay it a bit and he's like well you know this can't be a space story you know because then it would be an intergalactic horror story it wouldn't be American horror story but we have seen alien themes in the past um, in season two during Asylum one of I would say like the sea storylines was about aliens and abductions and things of that nature so so I'm kind of curious to ask all of you, do you guys think a space theme could be what season 5 would be? Maybe something Area 51, maybe something with aliens and abductions and whatnot, or have you guys picked up on any other different types of clues for season number 5? So th I'm just opening the floor out in general, whoever wants to go first can talk. Oh, I think it's going to be about... Uh I was going to say aliens at first, but then you said that all that other stuff. But I wasn't really looking for too many clues because I didn't know that they were showing it in this, this episode. I thought it was the last episode, like the last season. But anywho, I think it might be about gods. The Roman gods. Mm, okay, interesting. Yeah, and the mythology of, because uh, they have some pretty decent horror stories themselves. Remember when Athena was an old woman in disguise and that little boy disrespected her and she turned into a six foot five Amazon and turned him into a lizard? It might be about the gods, you know. Very interesting. Yes, I think about that story all the time with Cat's Meow you do? as the lead. Oh, oh, oh Cat's Meow. Okay, Meow. <laughs> Catch me out. What do you think? Aliens? Yes, no, maybe? Girl. <laughs> no. I think Catch Me Out dies, lives, and dies multiple um, times throughout the show this season. Like, I mean, I didn't catch any of that, but then again, like, I've never really been really good at reading, like, subtle things. So, like, this is news to me. I hope it's not intergalactic because I don't do that alien shit. Um, <laughs> I really don't like the whole, like, alien aspect. Like, I don't like, per like, people who just, like, fondle your booty with no, like, permission. Like, that's not okay. I don't like that. Well, I gotta, I gotta disagree with Cassie. Are you okay with fondling the booty? <laughs> I, I'm all, yeah, I'm all about that. And... <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about anal probes and stuff like that. So <laughs> I'm so done with you. <laughs> yeah, but I would love an alien uh, kind of thing, just because I'm all into those alien abduction things. That's all I watch on Netflix half the time. I know, I know, there's aliens living amongst us. In fact, they're under LA. There's lizard people. So I, I, I'd love to see something like that. There are lizard people under LA. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Have you seen one? I'm not. Uh, I'm sure I have, but 
but they, they this I, and you know what my friend the other day uh saw some lights coming out from downtown la there's always ufo sightings always UFO. no but sightings. wait let's lizard people i have never heard of lizard people in la oh yeah reptilians the reptilians yeah the reptilians live under la like, oh, what, oh, what right. did you say? Now, the, this the, is fascinating. I've never heard of this. Yeah, Matthew? Google it. Call them Scientologists. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those two. Those are some weird. Oh, they coming to get you. They coming. <laughs> yeah, but I would love that. Either that, if, if it's not alien theme, I would love to have like a, the, a camp kind of thing. Like Friday Yeah, that's something that I've been, I would love a camp type of thing mm-hmm. i think that would be interesting you know where they take on like i'm sure they could do some supernatural stuff but like something like you know like a friday the 13th slasher exactly. type of thing mm-hmm. you know where i know that um jessica lang has said that she no longer wants she may not be returning but like you know she could be like the, the owner of the camp or the camp you know like the the person in charge and i don't know i think camp would be interesting i also think like a haunted hotel although that might be a little too similar to the murder house but i I like the idea of like a hotel that's haunted as well but i guess we'll see what about you uh prince what do you think aliens yes no anal probes galore (laughs) um i honestly thought that from the beginning though because um they make the reference back in like season two um, with the aliens, so I kind of always figured that they were always going to kind of somehow bring that back into it. Um, but initially, Area 51 was one of the big things that really kind of just stood out because the whole thing is they want to keep it American, and what's not mysterious and weird than Roswell, New Mexico, and Area 51? Nobody actually really knows what goes down there, so um, I kind of would like to see what their kind of idea of what goes down in Area 51 might be a good season. There you go. Because that just leaves the door open for more. It doesn't just leave it at aliens. It leaves it open for all types of stuff, like technology. Bigfoot, reptilians. Yeah, all types, all types. Those cow probes. Remember those cows that were probed? Um, oh, yeah. And then there's that. And then there's that. All right, moving on, as we continue to venture inside the big top, but before the main show, I want to shed a spotlight on the MVP of the week. This is a brand new segment that I'm bringing into the show, and in this segment, I want everyone to select the most valuable player of the episode. So, what character... Which actor impressed you the most and why? So the MVP of the week, the the most valuable player for this episode. And we'll start off with uh, Deadly. Who's your MVP pick of the week and why? Mm, I'd have to go with Elsa. I mean, Elsa was bringing it this week. I mean, and it was just, I mean, I think she just, and if you have any doubt, it was just that song that she did. I mean, she just killed that song again. Another great song. And, and I'm just... I, I just like the whole thing. I think maybe in runner-up might be a bearded lady, bearded lady. I mean, you know, because she she was bringing it. I, I really and a lot of people didn't like. It. I I know a couple of my roommates didn't like the part of the end with the uh, with the the two-faced guy talking to the bearded lady, but I I like that part. All right, catch me out. Who's your MVP pick of the week? Of course, Ethel, darling. <clears throat> I'm not gonna lie. I would totally like. I would have sex with Kathy Bates, only Ooh, if she was dressed as the bearded man. 
because she was serving me like she was serving me butch realness yeah butch fish like i was just like damn like girl i would bro i would like pay a nickel like i'd pay two bits to run my fingers through your beard oh my god but i really really liked her story um i didn't I don't know, Deadly. I don't know what is your infatuation with Miss Jessica Lang, but she was not the MVP. I barely saw that whole that episode. All she was doing was smoking opium and, and drawing her goddamn eyebrows on and, and fucking trying to get her Tierra Marie on last moment in the spotlight. That's all I'm saying. That's all she needs to do. That's all she needs to do. <laughs> like, she was just Shout like, out to gonna Marie. Be my time. <laughs> They're going to be my time. Like, no, girl. Ethel... Ethel stole the show because her like she had some shit popping before she met the sexually confused strong bottom. I mean strong man. What? <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> wow. That's uh, funny. Yes, Mr. Prince. Who's your MVP pick of the week? Um, I'd have to agree. Um, with Miss Cat Meow. Um, it's Ethel. Um. I liked her story. I'd like to see how... Because I always wondered, like, she's a bearded woman. What performance does she really have? And seeing, you know, how she started. And she actually entertained... She really entertained and enjoyed this before, you know, it went down the line and, you know, it just became routine. So I just kind of liked her story. And I kind of like, you know, to learn more about her. Like, the fact that she's sick and all that, you know. Jonathan Perkins, who's your MVP yes. pick of the week? I'm going to have to say Jimmy because he, he's got those hands um, and I I like them a lot. Now, I didn't think too much of it, but uh, it's of a sexual nature, you know? Um, what? But, uh, actually, I'm just, I'm kidding, but I would have to say I would have to go where the power is where the power is and I'm gonna have to say this new guy um uh Edward Mort Mordick. Mordick. How do you how do you say his name? Mordrake. Mordrake. Uh, yeah. Mordrake. Like oh, would you, you like more Drake please like more Ovaltine but more Drake please like what? like that. <laughs> well they spelled it oh ain't that some shit. They spelled his name wrong on Wikipedia. Lord have mercy, Jesus. So, anywho, but I, I would like, I like to go where the power is. I mean, you know, when I was watching uh, Charmed, it was Prue, and then she died, and then it was uh, Piper because she came, became the most powerful witch. And Buffy, it was Willow. I mean, people like to think it was Buffy, but it was Willow. Uh, but I'm gonna go with the power because he's the one that's gonna make the decision to uh, take someone. I don't know who, but I'm going to go with the power on this one. Okay. Dudley, did you know it was Willow that had the power? No. <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> you didn't? Wait, wait, what, Dudley? Dudley has you... never seen Buffy the Vampire Slayer. He's never seen when Willow trapped that guy. The... I swear we go over this every week. Yes, <laughs> we, we, we have every week. And you know what? It's on my, my list on Netflix. I will catch it. It needs to be on your list because she <laughs> trapped that guy, Warren, in the woods and skinned him alive for killing her girlfriend. It was some shit. She was on a warpath. Oh, my God. There you go. 
So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Jumping back I'm into a- American Horror Story, though. Uh, as oh, far as sorry. no, not a problem. As far as myself, I'm gonna agree with the majority. I thought Ethel really brought it. That uh, you know, if if Kathy Bates wanted an Emmy, wanted a second Emmy for American Horror Story, she could get it because of this episode. I thought it was um, heartbreaking. That's not the only thing she could get, girl. <laughs> What you say? She could get cats meows, precious. But um, I thought it was heartbreaking. It was interesting. It was it was uh it was fascinating at what they're doing this season as far as like each episode highlights a specific character. The first episode it was uh, Dot and Bet. La- the last episode it was Jimmy, and this episode seems to be Ethel's episode. It'll be interesting to see who um who's sort of featured in the next episode but uh, i really enjoyed it and i thought uh kathy bates did a great job uh, with uh with her role of uh, ethel darling so let's actually dive into the recap section it's time for the main event and uh, we're gonna jump into our recap of episode 403 which was titled uh, edward moore drake part one and it aired on october 22nd 2014 here's the official synopsis of the episode the freaks refuse to perform on halloween due to an old carny superstition jimmy is smitten by a woman claiming to be a fortune teller and ethel receives life-changing news so without getting too deep into the episode i want to get everyone's initial reaction once uh you know the the end credits rolled what did you think of this episode these supersized episodes which has been pretty awesome so we're gonna start off with uh mr perkins and his precious oh i am <laughs> sorry <laughs> okay i um i um uh, once the supernatural thing started to come in um uh i it um piqued my interest your precious got excited yes especially for that guy um oh my god what is his name edward mordrake edward mordrake but that actor that's playing him wes bentley they brought him in which head did you like best uh his the the front face now that oh my that was just freaky but i thought that the head was gonna be a female I didn't. I. I. I guess they're not gonna stay um, true to the story. I guess, but I like the introduction of him. And um, did anybody else hear the whispers in the background? Yeah, that was. I heard that. I like that a lot because they said that when it's when the face is talking, it sounds like whispers to him. It's whispering to him. I like that they incorporated that into the episode, um, staying true to the story. What? What now? Willow, Willow. Shut up. Don't play when I am emotions. I will turn on Buffy season seven right now. Um, but I um I like this episode and uh uh I'm trying to figure out Emma Roberts' ass is, is up in here now. Cold reading. Uh, I don't I don't like it. You know I don't like her because she's with Jimmy in real life. But you know what is his name in real life? Um, Evan, Evan Peters. Peters. Evan Peters, yeah, he's cute, you know. But uh, yeah, I liked this episode. It was nice. I got my life. The thirst is real tonight, Prince. What? Prince. <laughs> what was your initial reactions to the episode? Um, initially, 
Um, I thought it was kind of it was a little lagging just because I I know where they were trying to go with it. They were trying to give you know the history on some characters and also incorporate this um Edward the Edward Mordrake story into it. Well, their interpretation of the story, but um. I felt like it was dry until, the, you know, the ending. But once again, it is a part one of a part two. So you already know the part two is probably going to be a whole lot more, you know, intriguing than the part one. The part one's just build up. So I just kind of took it for what it was. Okay. Miss Kitty, what did you think? Okay. I really, really liked it. But I have to agree with, with, um, <clears throat> with Prince that... It's, it was definitely a slow episode, but I like that you said that they're change, that they're kind of telling everyone's story. Y'all know I got love for Miss Ethel Darling. But no, that fucking um, Professor Quirrell and Voldemort combination didn't see that shit coming. Thought they was looking for the Sorcerer's Stone just because, <laughs> goddamn. <laughs> it was just too much. Like, it was just like, so Edward Mordrake is the Half-Blood Prince. Like... <laughs> He's Tom Riddle because this shit ain't making no damn sense. Like, but it was cool, and I like that they didn't take they didn't take my homie, you know, because she got she got some shit she got to do. She got look at her drink, Sunday cheeks away. <laughs> oh my god! Every time I turned around, Ethel was drinking. I said she got that bottle again. Well, she's like she's trying to turn up, like she's about to die. So why not go out turning up and then like pushing your son away? You I know? said well. I said, well, damn, Ethel, it's easy. You just eat some vegetables and prolong your life. You could have ate them vegetables, girl. You know. Wow. Or, you know, she could have ate those vegetables. What did the doctor say? No meat and uh, vegetables. You know. She was like, fuck it, YOLO. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Ethel. With her depressed. Deadly. What'd you think? Loved what's going on with Bat and Dot. I mean, there's some there's some deep sh- stuff going on there with the nightmares, deep shit, and yeah, yeah. deep shit. I'm loving that, loving the the two face Mr. Mordrake. I love. I, I'm excited to see who he ends up picking, and I'm I'm I hope we we make bets at the end of, end of the show. But uh, you know, the only one I'm not feeling is is Miss uh, Fortune Teller. I'm like, I, I when she tripped, I was hoping she. Busted her head, and that was it for her. Because... Wow! I can't stand. She just seems she like a bugging. bitch in real life. Yeah, like she was really bugging. They said, girl, they said she is though because um, Gabby had to get her on the set. Like, bitch, calm down. We're all in the show together. I don't know why you're acting like a diva. She had to get her. It was on Wendy Williams. Mm. Oh wow! Yeah. It was yes. Look at hot topics. Well, if it was Look on it up. Wendy Williams. You know it's true. Yeah, because she got her sources. <laughs> but uh, deadly. I just wanted to say, wasn't that so exciting that Dot and Bet share their dreams as well? Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, I couldn't nightmare. believe it. I it was, was more like, like a she's nightmare. Dreaming about I'm separating like, her sister. I was having the most mm-hmm. wonderful dream. I'm like, wake <laughs> right. up. I know. I would have slapped that bitch out of her sleep. I'd have been like, wake your ass up. <laughs> like, what the fuck you mean? Like, I was about to get burned. I was about to get separated. <laughs> you talking about you had the most wonderful dream. Uh-uh. uh Can we please get into that? Because I'm about to rip. What is Oh, no. What is, <laughs> what, is the, what is the mean one's name? Dot. 
She's Stop. burning all the fire out of my bed. She's taking <laughs> all the fire out of her, sucking the goddamn life of her like a goddamn Dementor. Let's just get yes. out. <laughs> okay, well, before we get into that, let me give my opinion. Uh, I enjoyed the episode. I, I always like the Halloween infused two-part episode that they usually have towards the beginning of the season usually the first part is the slow build-up and then everything goes batshit crazy in part two so i'm excited to see what's to come so before we end up talking about the tatler twins i want to dive into our recap and i want to start off with where we started off in the episode by meeting these two brand new characters. They were introduced as Dr. Sylvester Mansfield and his, and his assistant, Miss Rothschild. But in reality, that's not their names. They're better known as Stanley and Maggie Esmeralda. And they are con artists, and they're trying to con this museum of... It's called the American Morbidity Museum, where all these... Um, weird, uh, you know, um, deformed and, uh, these medical mystery type of things are, are, are being held. And, um, you know, they try to passing, they're trying to sell this thing that they're calling, what was it, like a, a baby, um, a baby, uh, like a baby Bigfoot, a baby, is that what, isn't that what they call it, something yeah. like that? Like a, yeah, and Sasquatch. Uh, Sasquatch. a baby Sasquatch. Yeah, Sasquatch. Yeah. There you go. And, you know, it turns out that it's like, I don't know, it's not a baby it's a Sasquatch. It's a with a cat jaw sewn onto it. Exactly. Yes, yes, and bitches. So they're tr they're they're about to get run out of this museum, but the museum curator is basically like, you know, we need some new stuff. Because, you know, if not, people are going to stay home and watch Ed Sullivan. So if you find anything, you know, we'll be willing to pay top dollar. And he's like, well, where do you people find these things? And she's basically like at freak shows. And there are only a few left. There's Coney Island. And I think there's one in South Florida. And so the pair set off to South Florida. Skipping around a little bit, uh, Maggie arrives at the freak show. She claims to be a fortune teller in need of a job. Jimmy tries to convince Elsa, but, you know, Elsa's like, you know, they're all charlatans, you know, uh, she's probably a phony. But then Maggie starts to uh, read Elsa, and what she does is she sort of does like a mentalist thing where she looks around the room, picks up on some things, and then she starts reading through her crystal ball, talking in general about you know, who Elsa is, where she has been, and where she's going, and she basically says that, um, she, you know, she says enough about Elsa's past to where Elsa's sort of buying it, and then she basically tells her that a refined man with dark hair is going to guide Elsa to stardom, and that the applause will be uh, coming for her yet again. Um, so when she finishes, she pretends to faint out of exhaustion, and Elsa hires her. Later on from a payphone, Maggie calls Stanley to tell him about the horror of working with the freaks he also she also confides in him that there are these twins which he gets really excited about you know basically they they found a gold mine in the freak show but maggie hedges about murdering them the call ends and stanley attends to a cowboy in his hotel room and uh, the gigolo removes stanley's pants and discovers he is extremely well endowed uh, so um mm. to 
to finish up, oh god, finish up the storyline with Maggie. After the phone call, she, she returns to, to Jimmy, and a police officer basically comes and, you know, is like, you know, there's a curfew, and they like, they're like, we got ten minutes left, and he's like, uh, don't make me haul your ass to jail, and blah, blah, blah. So, that's pretty much their, the extent of their storyline. So, what did everyone think of these two new people, these con artists, and do you think they're going to be trouble for the freak show, we'll start off with uh, Miss Kitty. No, no, because the, tr- the freak show is going to be trouble for them. Like, I'm mad that that bitch did a John Edwards on her and was just like, look, look around. Oh, there's a mysterious. And then you fell. Bitch, I wish you would have clocked your head on your goddamn crystal ball and then you would have fell down for good. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> because I can't, I just, I don't like Emma Roberts. I didn't like that bitch in Unfabulous. I didn't like her in Scream, and I sure as hell don't like her in American Horror Story. You can just tell, like, she just reeks of bitch face. And it's just, ugh, like, was she even trying when she was acting? Moving her neck around like Stevie Wonder, talking about there is a preserved gentleman in your future. Like, I don't have time for her, so I'm not going to talk about her scenes. And I hope that she gets smushed in a freak accident. (laughs) Poor thing. But anyway, now about um, the beginning and her little like and her sidekick looking like Elmer Fudd with the fucking toupee. I don't like him. I don't think that he's well endowed. I think he has an extra arm for a penis. Oh, what happened? (laughs) (laughs) Like something's wrong with him just because it's just like. The look on his face after he, like, smiled and he just looked like, fuck, like, I'm embarrassed. Like, I don't know. I don't think he's well endowed. He just may have, like, an extra appendage hanging between his legs instead of a penis. It could be, like, a forearm. Maybe he, like, fists people and he's just like, hey, that's what I do. (laughs) That's what I do. And I wear a watch on this one because it's fancy. But... (laughs) 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 <laughs> but it was okay like those scenes were okay I just don't like Emma Roberts mm-hmm. Jonathan Perkins do you think he has a forearm or is it just a big penis oh I don't know what to say I mean I just wish it was HBO cause you know they probably would have showed us that oh, shit <laughs> you know I don't know I mean it's FX I mean I don't know but the way that guy looked he's he the 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 dude, I was like, yes, man sex. You know, I was like ready for it, but they didn't even show it. Whatever. Fuck it. But anywho. <laughs> um, <laughs> but any I'm just the way the guy looked made it seem like it is big. Uh yeah, big. Um Yeah. So I was just, you know, because I heard it. I have heard about uh, skinny dudes um, being well endowed. And, uh, Prince, yes. how much do you weigh, Prince? Oh, oh my, my god! god. <laughs> um, now, Jonathan I mean, Perkins is doing a scientific study. Yeah, yeah, yeah I want to know. Deadly, how much? How tall are you again? Five nine. Five eight. Oh, yeah. five nine. Oh, oh, all right. Let me write that down yeah. in my notes. Hold up. He's <laughs> like taking notes, taking notes. Oh man. Um, but anywho, um, Emma Roberts as 
was cold reading. You saw her flash and look at all them fucking pictures in there and shit. And she made that shit up. She ain't no legit uh, fortune teller. Her ass. Now, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with her, but I was um, I was hoping for something supernatural with her, but it was it was not so. But I'm I'm pretty upset that she's once again playing a villain. But then again, I guess most of them are villains in the end, you know. But yeah, that that other dude. Oh my god, you know, if it was HBO, you know. Ugh. Deadly save us. What did you think of Maggie and Stanley? Well, I'm with Cash Meow. I'm not feeling feeling Miss uh, Fortune Teller girl, and, and not really because I it's really Emma Roberts. I could take her or leave her, but I'm just getting a little pissed at Elsa too that she fell for that. It's like, girl, she's kind of twice twice now. First she fell for the strong man crap, now she fell for this this girl. I'm like, I'm, I they don't know. Catch her when she's smoking opium. Like apparently okay. <laughs> that's what we're supposed to do. Like go confront her when she's smoking opium because then she she can't think straight. Exactly, because I'm I'm a little worried that she's got you know she's got her, a weak spot there. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, but yeah, that, I don't know those two. Is that you know what? I'm not feeling them, but it's I'm kind of interested to see where they they go with that because obviously I, I'm I'm a little worried for uh, Bat and Dot because and they and they have plans for them. <laughs> and, oh, and that, but- oh, and the, and the and the gay thing. That really confused me. So I learned a lot from you guys. I I was like, what was that guy staring? I didn't. I was not understanding that. And now really I understand. Now deadly. I understand. Yes. <laughs> really, I, Stevie wondered what they were talking about, <laughs> and he was I just was listening. <laughs> All right, so he's got another arm there. All right. Well, I just wanted to say that I thought the same thing I said you know for Elsa to be so smart I cannot believe she hasn't encountered fake readers before mm-hmm. being in that type of situation and um, uh, Bet and Dot they're going to kill Emma Roberts oh nah, i gonna like to see that you didn't see that hate that they had for her because uh, the way I was she flirting with Jimmy or was he looking at her a certain way they was talking shit. They wanted to get her. I think they're gonna get her. She was like, "That's not the only thing you'll give away for free." And I'm just yes. like, "God damn!" Like, just because you can sing a little funky ass Fiona Apple song, don't mean that you got the rights to his dick. You don't got oh. the credentials. Shout out to Stop Fiona it. Apple. No. <laughs> <laughs> now, cats me out. You know, I don't want that. I want them hands. That's what I want. Okay. (laughs) Prince Rico Suave, what did you think of Maggie and Stanley? Um, honestly, I don't like the fact that they're con artists, but I'm trying to figure out which one's really in charge. Cause Charles is in charge. It (laughs) So I'm just like who's leading who in this situation? Cause yeah, right now they look as equals, but you got to remember they're a team. So which one? One of them's actually got to be the leader. Like, which someone's got to be really calling the shots on who's the real better con artist out of the two of them. For all we know, they might be conning each other out. But um, I, I know how Cat's Meow does not like Emma Roberts, but I feel like she might be necessary because we're used to Jessica Lane being like this top ass 
badass, but we know she's leaving soon, so maybe that's kind of like Emma Roberts is going to be the one to step up and be the next bitch I for, like, you know, the series. Don't be putting her <laughs> in that league. Uh-uh. Yeah, no, I'd rather have Betty <laughs> or Die or old girl that played Betty or Die or fucking somebody. Betty even. White. Absolutely. Sorry, Prince. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. But you also got to aware, like, you know, I like Sarah Paulson as the innocent, but, like, even now with the situation, like her going back and forth as Bet and Dart, like I, I like as Britney Spears her. Too, she's not that innocent. <laughs> I can see that now as they're, um, you know, incorporating Dart and Bet into this. But you know, she well, actually, you know, throughout the season, she's been kind of badass. But I just like Emma Roberts as an, a villain. I feel like she plays the role well because, well, maybe she's pulling from personal experience, but. I also like the aspect that there's another group of people against, you know, the freaks. Because I want to see them overcome, like, all these people trying to come after them. Mm-hmm. Terrell- so, I kind of... Uh-huh. Oh, wait, no, go ahead. No, so... No, go I'm fine. I just kind of like that whole, you know, aspect that there's a lot of groups just coming for them. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. Just to sort of wrap this section up, uh, all I know is I'm a little scared for our group of freaks but i also think that they're gonna get the last laugh so i have a feeling we may lose a freak or two to these people but i think people are gonna start to realize that all this shit started to happen once they arrived and then at the end uh, who knows maybe they'll turn them into freaks by you know doing something to them or something like that you know payback is a bitch Mm -hmm. yes Yes, yeah, so continuing on with the story, I want to talk about the scene that introduces uh, this character that, uh, you know, made a also a debut appearance on uh, on um, American Horror Story Freak Show. So, um, you know, it's, it's during the day, the troupe is celebrating Halloween with games and fun and carving pumpkins and all that stuff bobbing for apples and everything jimmy comes in fresh from digging me's grave and dot sort of uh you know bitches at everyone you know you guys are having fun and uh, we lost somebody and this that or the other and uh, and so you know and, and um conversation sort of turns to you know is there going to be a show tonight? And the Carnies tell the twins about the legend of Edward Mordrake, a noble and talented Englishman with a second whispering face on the back of his head. Despite his best efforts to kill it, it drove him mad. His family sent him to Bedlam, but he escaped to a freak show, home of his own. One Halloween night, he murdered all his troop, then hanged himself. Legend goes that if freaks perform on Halloween, he will appear and take a soul with him. Ethel corroborates that it happened to her former troop, and uh, during that time, she had, I think she had said that she had gone to bed after a night, you know, of, uh, of you know, uh, after a show, and one of uh, the troop members hung themselves. So, I know that we all did a little bit of extra research on Edward Mordrake, because this is based on something real. So I want everyone to get the chance to talk about the backstory of this character and how it relates to what we all read. So, uh, uh, Prince, you had actually known about Edward Mordrake, so can you sort of uh, fill us in on what you learned and how it's connected with what we saw? 
Well, um, from what they see, the thing about more um, Edric Mordrake, and then you know what they did is they put their own little twist on his backstory because the thing about Mordrake himself is his life wasn't long lasting. Only for the fact that you know he committed suicide at the age of twenty three, he didn't really let his life progress with this whole faith thing. Pretty much, you know, the whole aspect of the whispering face kind of kept true to it he always used to say that you know the face on the back of his head was his devil face his demon face and they used to whisper evil things to him so i love that they stayed true to that aspect of you know him only being able to hear this kind of voice and what it's saying but giving you the aspect that it is speaking to him um also the fact that the, you know the face did have you know emotions um from what people would say about it um so love that they took you know the initial like two-faced thing you know the concept um mm-hmm. him being the rich aristocrat and keeping true to like you know his background but i love that they you know had to incorporate him into you know the freak show concept because initially he never was in the freak show so i love that they had to make they put their own twist on what more drake is um and his story was they gave him more of a story than what he really actually has yeah, what did everyone else think about Edward Moore Drake? What you guys read, as well as what what you saw? You know, anyone can can jump on it. It was scary. Okay. <laughs> I mean, the reenactment of him wasn't so scary because the face was very like it looked like somebody took a, a like a, a monkey rubber mask and like glued it on the back of someone's head. So it wasn't so like it wasn't scary like that. But the fact that like, um. It reminded me of Harry Potter, but like, it, I didn't know it was real. I didn't know that he was a real person. To so to like search for him and then see that there was somebody who actually did have a face on the back of their head and it supposedly whispered to them. But like Jonathan Perk said, um, what it what? was supposed to be female. Like apparently had a like a female um, appearance and it showed emotion, but it like. It laughed and it cried, pretty much. Like, that was it. That was the most that people could see from it. Um, but, like, I agree. I thought it was cool how they worked it into the free show. But that shit was kind of scary. Just because, like, superstitions, they grab your heart tight. And sometimes, like, I'm 24 years old. I can't even sweep over my feet with a broom without thinking I'll go to jail, bitch. So... <laughs> <laughs> you guys heard about that? Like, if you sweep over, if someone sweeps over your feet, either means like you're going, you're going to go to jail, or it means you're sweeping someone out of their life, like someone's going to die. So, like, and then you're supposed to spit on it before you do anything else with it. Like, I still spit on brooms if they touch my feet. What? Like, and I'm not like I try not to be super, su- and I try not to be super like superstitious. Like, I can step on cracks and shit like that, but for some Break reason, break your mama's bag. Like, girl, I was stomping the motherfuckers. Like, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> I don't mean, but there's some reason that broom one, it, it gets me. And I, like, I have to. I ha- I can't. Really? I heard about uh, if you um, if you get, if someone sleeps your feet with a broom, then they're sleeping you to jail. I heard about that. But this one is new to me. Wow. And I heard about, um, what is it, the witches on your back or something? When you're paralyzed in your sleep or you're awake? It's weird. Scary. It's happened to me a few times. I don't know, you know. It was weird. It was very, it was scary. It was weird. But I just you went back to sleep. You had witches on your back when you sleep? 
I guess that's what they call it. I would be I would be awake, but I would be awake and aware of everything that was going on around me, but I would not be able to move or get up. My eyes will be closed. It was mm-hmm. pretty weird. They're looking for you, Jonathan Perkins. Mm. I hope not, because, you know, I don't call out to nobody. I use my own energies for my own shit, you know. All right, now. <laughs> Deadly, do you use your own energies? And uh, and you can also answer what you think of Edward Mordrake. <laughs> Edward Mordrake, I love the backstory. Um, I think American Horror Story does a real good job of, like, like even last year when they, they did... Uh, you, who was the lady? The oh, Madame, whatever her name. Yeah, Marie. Yeah, Madame. Yeah, and the Axeman. Yeah, exactly. And Marie Laveau. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I like when they go back and do that kind of stuff. And and this this year is just as good. And then just looking, reading what I did on Wikipedia and stuff. Uh, I mean, he looks just like him, pretty much. I mean, similar. I mean, the the real one. I'm guessing that's the real picture of him. Did, is that the real picture they have on Wikipedia? I think that's supposed to be. Yeah, I didn't know if it was real or not, but it's oh, what real picture? I think um, it was like a a guess of what maybe he looked like because oh, I don't know maybe it's a guess. back. Oh, yeah, because I, I wondered if they picture. if they could even take photos that yeah, good way back then. then but... I don't even think they could. Yeah, I think if, if you Google, you can see a picture of what he's supposed. I guess what he looks like, what he's supposed to look like. But yeah, I like how they're keeping pretty close to the story, and and that's cool. They're kind of educating us on on this and. And now with the whole superstition stuff, I'm just excited to see who he takes. There you and, go. And Elsa, I love Elsa, but why'd she have to go practice like that? Why'd she have to go do that? Well, and also I was wondering about that as well. If the legend is, so you can't perform at all, not even a rehearsal? Not, even. not at all. Oh, and it, and not it even summit. a solo masturbation show. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> don't be fresh. Don't be fresh. OMG. But I think that's why they kind of cussed out like Dot and Bet about trying to rehearse because they were like, "You're gonna bring him here." And I hope oh. they, I hope he take the mean one with him. Shit, because you've been acting like a bitch. Like I would have let them do their little thing, and then I would have been like, "Hey, take Catch Dot." Me, I was dying to talk about him. Mean. She breaks my spirit. That's what have been like. I would have been like, "Bet I've been like, she breaks my spirit." Yeah. <laughs> yes. And Jonathan Perkins, to, to wrap this section up, what did you think of Edward Mordrake? Oh, um, I I like his story. Um, apparently, his grave is is um, there's no stone. Uh, you don't. They don't know where his resting place is or whatever. It's not marked. His grave is not marked and all that stuff. So I, it seems like a myth, but they claim it's a he's he was real, but to me it seems like mythology. I guess. Okay. Um, um, that's what I, from what I was reading on uh, Wikipedia about the the real char- the character and all that. Um, but as for his introduction to the show, I liked it. Um, I like the actor that's playing him. He was in that film American Beauty, which I like as well. Um. But I liked his, um, I liked his introduction. It was nice, I guess. Uh, is there anything else you want to know? No, it's good. You gave me more than enough. Are you sure? Because I can tell you if you like. No, it's okay. I'm frightened down. Frightened now. <laughs> Moving oh. on. 
Let's talk about the two individuals, or the one individual, that uh, Ms. Cat's Meow is dying to talk about. So after all of this, we have Bet and Dot, and Bet, she's having a nightmare of a conscious surgical separation from Dot, but as they share the dream, it is obvious that Dot would relish the idea. Dot claims that she will find a doctor. I will find a doctor to separate us, even if oh. one of them dies, so that one can have a chance for happiness. And uh, later on, um, you know, they have an interaction with um, the um, Maggie Esmeralda, and even after that, Bed and Dodge are working through a rehearsal, unafraid of the more Drake legend, but uh, Paul and Eve try to stop them, but Elsa enters, telling them that it's just a superstition, and Dot thinks that Elsa should wait until they are done before her own rehearsal, but Elsa shoots them down, and is like, no, I am the big shot here. Elsa demands that the Carnies take up instruments while she sings Lana Del Rey's Gods and Monsters. So, let's talk in general about Bed and Dot in this episode, as well as Elsa's performance of Lana Del Rey's Gods and Monsters. Uh, what did everyone think? I'll start it off by saying I'm shocked that that uh, Dot is all of a sudden interested in show business because she was not at all interested before. It seems that after just one performance and one standing ovation that, sh that she's let the fame go to her head and all of a sudden now she wants to be a freaking star when all Bet has ever wanted to is be the star. So I don't approve of that because she's shitting on her sister literally and figuratively. As far as Elsa, I did not like her life on Mars, but I did like Gods and Monsters. Oh, no, you didn't. I know. Well, I said that in the first episode, okay. but I really liked Gods and Monsters. I thought she did a really good job. I thought it was nice and sexy, and uh, it seems that uh, Elsa's voice can raise the dead. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so what did everyone else think? And since she's feeling very passionate about this, I guess she wants to have a three-way with the twins. Let's ask Cat's <laughs> Meow what she thinks about this. Yeah, no, I'm mad just because, like, you're right. How are you going to shit on your on your sister like that? Just because, like, you got, like I said, you sung one funky-ass little song. Like, it's not that serious, girl. I'm talking about we need to talk about our salary. No, bitch. You, what you need to talk about is how the cops are still looking for that ass. That's how you need. That's what you need to talk about. Because, bitch, I'm Miss Elsa. I will talk it up all the way for your ass to the goddamn electric chair. Seat it for two like a goddamn tandem bicycle. Bitch. Girl, what was you watching? So. American Horror Story. <laughs> you said like, tandem bicycle. <laughs> Like, I'm mad. It's just like, are you fucking kidding me? How are you going to talk about, well, this this life isn't happy for either of us. It seems like even though old girl ain't got no talent, she was singing that Slim Pickens songs all out of key. But she still has a want and yearning for life. Slim Pickens. Life. <laughs> like, Dot hates life. You're bitter. Like, you, like, you're acting like an old maid and your life has barely begun. You being in this freak show is what's giving you your life and, want, and I guess, your desire to live. I don't know. But if they do get separated, I hope that mean bitch dies. Because 
Beck can't do anything right when you talk to me like that. Like, <laughs> I felt so bad for her. Like, I was like, somebody needs to give her a hug because that's really demeaning. Like, don't say stupid. Don't call your sister stupid. Because remember, she controls the left side of that body and she will fuck you up. Remember, <laughs> she's the one that killed your mom and she will take you down too. Don't fuck with her. But anyways, I didn't like Elsa's version of Gods and Monsters. I liked Life on Mars more. Uh. Like, I hate, well, okay, I don't hate, I don't really care for Lana Del Rey's music. That shit don't make no sense. Um, Nothing's flowing together. It just sounds like a bunch of inconsistent thoughts that are whispered. And... I just don't have time for it. It's just really weird. But like, I mean, it fit. That accent, though, is a different story. And then there's that. I love how she keep she kept on one of the lines of the song is like something about like Jim Morrison. I know who and- <laughs> Jim Morrison wasn't even a part of the Doors, girl. Yeah, he was That's ten years point. old, is what uh, an article said you know, at the time. They should have been like feeling like a. Uh, um, old dude with the mustache Colonel feeling Sanders like, no either feeling like I'm feeling like Harry Houdini or motherfucking <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know the one with the mustache that has the bowler hat the 1920s guy who's in silent films oh feeling Charlie like- Chaplin she should have said some shit like that or Josephine Baker ain't nobody know who Jim Morrison is girl next <laughs> Jonathan Perkins, what did you oh think God. of the twins yeah, just, and I Elsa? Had these, I had these headphone, headphones on. I heard some spooky shit. I got scared. Um, um let's see. It's the reptilians. <laughs> they're they're under my bed. Um, they're under my bed. My bed with their tails. Anywho, do they have um, tails, Dudley? The I think some do. I think they do. Mm. And are they long? <laughs> what are, are they talking long? about? <laughs> what are we? Yeah, they're very long. 13 inches. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Child, Lord have mercy. Yes. Uh, back to me. Back to me. Let me come back to Earth. <laughs> Tonight, uh, which is going to be riding um, Jonathan Perkins. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, I don't. I've heard of the name Lana Del Rey, but I've never listened to any of her music. So I can't comment on how I feel about that, but I am an avid music lover. I'm very open-minded about music. I listen to all types of music. And So um, would Elsa win the Grammy? Uh, would she win the Grammy? I don't know. I mean, I, that's the one night of the year that I actually take a Sunday off. I remember my manager used to give me the Super Bowl off. I was like, no, honey, give me the Grammys off. I'm a singer and a dancer. I'm not a football player, okay? But anywho, um, I did like her version of that song, I guess, uh, uh, Gods and Monsters, because as I was listening to it, I was like, damn, I hope they have a soundtrack, because that would make me go by the soundtrack. I really liked how she's singing it a lot. Um uh, and wh- who else are we talking about? Bet and Dot. I was pretty, pretty sad. Which one is the evil one? No. Dot. Dot. Okay. 
I was really sad. I was just flabbergasted that they share dreams. Like, this is what your sister, how, I don't know how it must feel for her to see what her sister, that her sister is dreaming about separating them. She hates being together that much. And you know, that is a little special. You know, she's cute. You know, I just felt bad for her. I felt bad for her. But I think uh, that will come to her senses because I believe uh, they're stronger together. You know, uh, like Buffy and that Scythe. Uh, I just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> and, um, but I just, I felt so bad for her. I really did. It was very sad. Because, you know, they're twins. And their sister. Like me, I'm very close with my, my sisters, my younger sisters. You know, I can, you know. Uh, oh, tear, Do you two have tear. tea parties? Huh? Do you two have tea parties? No, no, it's us three. But, no, we, you know, we get together. We have fun and all that. Uh, and, um, yeah, it's, it's nice. But I just couldn't imagine that type of rejection from your own family your own blood and your attached but then again i could see where uh who's the evil one again dot where dot is coming from because she wants to experience life alone on her own you know and she's never gonna have that because of her situation you know it's sad um uh, what was the other thing you asked about that was it. Oh, just them and Elsa's song? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yes, I love that song. I did. <laughs> I did. Mr. Prince, what did you think? Um, I felt like Elsa improved in her music. Um, like you said, I didn't like her first song, um, Life on Mars, but this time around, I was like, yeah, right, Elsa, you might stand a chance. Not a good start, but, you know, you might stand some chance. Um, and as for Dart and Bet, I go back and forth with them every week. Um, it seems like I, I started off liking Bet last week. I started, I liked Dart instead of Bet, and then now I'm back to liking Bet over Dart. Um, together as a person, I like them both. That, that's they're probably one of my favorite characters, besides you know, um, my twisty, but um. Aww. They they definitely are one of my favorite characters. I I go back and forth on which one I like more though because you know this time around Dot was being a an ass, but you know she has her reasons. She wishes she grew up normal, just like they all kind of do, and that's her version of normal is you know being the only head. So if that's how she sees it, of course that's what she's gonna dream. Everybody's gonna dream what they want to dream. It just sucks that they have to share the dream, and you know, Bet has to truly see where her sister's dreaming. And actually, you know, it's like a nightmare for her. One dreams, the other one has a nightmare. I wonder if that's how it works for both. You know, both like if Bet has a nice dream, is it a nightmare for Dot? Oh, I never thought of it that way. Unless the nice dream is eating cheesecake. No. Like the Golden Girls. <laughs> like the Golden Girls, yes. Uh, yeah. That peanut butter, that peanut butter cheesecake. <laughs> A peanut butter cheesecake sounds <laughs> good, though. Yeah. Deadly, go think... make some. <laughs> Bet and Doc, uh, can we give just like a little, you know, props to Sarah Paulson? Because 
It, it took like the third episode, but I'm totally like buying that whole the whole thing, her, the characters. Because in the first two episodes, I was like, you know, I was just kind of tripped out, like how they doing it. I was kind of like, you know, am I going to be able to see the two heads and this and that? But I, I've totally bought into it. Like I just, I just see Bat and Dot there now, mm-hmm. and so and uh, and you were given Elsa a standing ovation, right? Of course, I give her a standing ovation. But nothing beats uh, was it season two name game? Nothing beats that, but. Oh no, not at all. That's the best pepper, performance pepper, ever. Banana, fanna, full fat, yeah, n- nothing to be said, but if, yeah, but I did like it. Jim Morrison little lyric kind of threw me off for a second, but like, like you said, Poppy. But otherwise, very cool. And but who was was it? Bat and Dot that were screaming at the the other freaks when they were all having fun. Yes. And, uh, yes. Yeah. I, which yeah, one was it? Was it Bat or Dot? Dot. Bat. Okay. Dot. Yeah. No, you guys not liking Dot. Yeah, but I'm not liking Dot. But I liked her there because those freaks. I don't know what was going on. I mean, Meep just died. Come on, now. shoot. But what about my petite in her witch's hat? <laughs> oh my God! Did you see her when she popped out of that pumpkin? Well, let's talk about that really quick. Get out of that bitch! What did everyone think about my petite in the pumpkin? Boom. <laughs> Freaking adorable! I just thought she was adorable the whole time, even when they were drinking, and she was like, "No." <laughs> oh yeah, that was really good. I know, right? She was like, "Mm." She's like, I'm a German. Yeah, like I, right, I'm good. Like, I, I think she's the cutest thing. I, like, she brings a cute aspect to him. Like, if I was that even, tiny, I would be looking for pumpkins all over the place to pop out of. Yeah. <laughs> yes. She was so cute. She was so cute. Oh, when she did that, I just, I was like, oh my god, I can't believe her ass is 20 years old. She's so cute. But that's why Emma Roberts came on there pissed because she was like, "Oh, look at this cute little thing that I got to compete with." <laughs> mm-hmm. She's only Emma, twelve Emma... pounds. Yeah. Right. I'm like, I know Emma Roberts kills for that body. She's like, "Damn." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I gotta go to the gym. She just got it like that. Emma Roberts can kick rocks. Oh, with her shoes but off. I- with her shoes off, and it's below zero outside, and yes, and her toenails have to be her toenails have to be really long so it hurts even more. It's all it's all about my petite. Yes, it is. Oh, Deadly was not feeling that. Oh no. <laughs> Except for my husband is freaked out by Miss um, Petite, and so thanks for he the is. gifts. Thanks for the gifts, gifs, whatever you call them, Poppy, because. I, I will send them to him. My mother is too. My mother's afraid of little people. I love my petite. How can you be freaked out by my petite? My mom's afraid of little people, so she's like petrified. Like yes. twisty, twisty has nothing on my petite for my mother. Like she's like, oh my god, why is she so small? Like oh my god, you hear how her voice is. Like my mom has a heart attack. Oh my god, like, she didn't drink like, the liquor. <laughs> oh, that was the cutest. She passed on that. <laughs> She's like, no, thank you. Like, cause damn, like all she could handle would be a, a damn thimble. Like, I love how they gave her a chicken. A I love how they gave her a chicken head. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I like the thing. I didn't, like, I didn't they were see that. Chicken heads, and they were pouring liquor on his grave. Like, I feel like that signified um, Cash Money Records in the even in the early two thousands with juvenile. <laughs> 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 I was Back like, that ass up. Pulling out for the homie. Yeah. yeah. So they they like probably been and chicken heads like Manny Fresh. <laughs> Shout out to Manny Fresh. Where have you been? I want to talk right now 
about Prince's Hero. So we start ooh, off ooh, with trick-or-treaters on the prowl in neighborhoods of West Palm Beach, Florida, which is very close to Jupiter. Here, Jupiter's children are hunting too, since they are under a local curfew. Twisty is lurking around there as well and freaks out this little girl who's scared of clowns. Later on that night, we're in the girl's house and her older brother is a bit of an ass and uh, comes over and he had actually dressed up as a clown earlier that night just to freak his little sister out. And as they're talking about candy and whatnot, in comes Twisty and you know, he, he he does like, you know, the the puts finger up to his mouth, does shh so that the girl doesn't say anything. She's freaking out and Twisty grabs the brother. So earlier that day at the Mott house, Nora has been urged to dress in a costume as Woody Woodpecker, Dandy's favorite, complete with <laughs> Or does anybody do it good? <laughs> No. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> well, then, listeners, you just have to accept my feeble attempt. Dandy is slated to be Howdy Doody, but he's not Howdy Happy. He's Howdy Moody. And he throws that thing on the ground, even though poor Nora had been working on it for months. And he drives him into a fury. Nora stands up to him for the mess that he's made, undaunted. I work for Miss Gloria. What? I work for Miss Gloria. Yes. And sure did. It walked into that kitchen. She was not playing. I was like, go ahead, Patty. So unfazed, he creates his own clown costume with pieces of uh, fabric. And so Dandy now is his own killer clown. He threatens Dora with a knife, but she's not scared of him. Ain't nobody got time for that. She reveals knowing about his animal kills and that he's too cowardly to kill a human. He tells uh, Dora, as he calls her, to mind her own business and that he hates her. As he runs away, she mutters to herself that she hates him too. So... We see Dandy, and he goes, of course, to the um, captives on the bus. He's in his costume. He's masked. He's got a knife. You know, he tries to lure them with candy before he tries to sort of stab them. You know, he can't reach them. He finds, like, a piece of wood and tries to start to attach the, the knife on it so they can stab them. But he is interrupted when Twisty brings the latest catch of the night. So, Twisty dandy and their insane misadventures on all hallows eve what did everyone think and we'll start off with um the expert on twisty prince um i felt like it wasn't enough twisty it was too much of this dandy kid getting kind of tired of him but you know when twisty's out you gotta hide your kids hide your wife because he's snatching up everybody um that was good but, yeah <laughs> <laughs> but when it really comes down to it, I loved um, Patty LaBelle because she's a hard ass. She put Danby in his place. He ain't really nothing. That's why he went after the kids. He ain't going to go for no adult because he knows, you know what, she might turn around and beat the crap out of him. But these kids that are locked up in the cage, of course he's going to act like Billy Badass. And that's my problem with him. I just kind of really just want Twisty to eventually just be like, okay, kid, I'm annoyed by you. Get the hell up out of here. I want actually Twisty to turn around and throw him in the cage along with the kids and be like yeah all right thanks for your help now I'm over you and you're about to be part of my master plan too okay 
Hmm. Dudley, Twisty or Dandy, who are you more afraid of? Definitely Twisty. I love the the parts on the trick-or-treating thing. That little girl seeing them, that, that was all creepy. But yeah, Dandy getting on my nerves, man. Dandy and his crap. Nora, yeah, props to her for standing up. And the whole thing with the... I don't know where that storyline is going with them kids in the cage, but I'm I'm, I'm kind of over that. It's like it's three weeks in that cage now, and and they need they need to move on from the cages <laughs> because their breath must be funky. Yeah, I'm just I'm just over the whole cage thing, and now there's gonna be another kid in a cage, and I'm, let's let's go on. I don't twist you. It needs to step it up, move on, do something, kill him, do something. I don't know. Okay, Jonathan Perkins, do you think yes? Nora's gonna be killed? Or do you think she's going to be put in the bus on the cage? Oh, gosh. Well, I mean, he couldn't. Are we going to talk about when he she told him to kill her? Yeah, we're talking about that right now. <laughs> oh, okay, good. I was like, wait, okay. All right. Um, um, what I... Kill me, motherfucker. Was, oh, oh, child. All right. I was um thinking about that when he... um. When uh, she was saying, "You're gonna stab, if you're gonna kill me," you know, I found all those cats, blah blah blah, whatever. Um, what that brought me to was like the maids that back in the day that took care of the white children, and how the children uh, fell in love with their mammies. They're called the mammies. Uh, they loved them more than their actual parents. And she's like, I raised you since you were a little boy, you know. Um, I guess that's why he couldn't do it. Maybe he has some type of love for Nora. Some type of love or respect for her or something. I mean, I, I think that's that's why he um, couldn't do it. I don't think she's going to end up uh, in the cage. Unless, do you have some uh, something on that? Do you know anything about that? If she's going to be killed later on in the season? I don't know. That's why I'm asking you. See if uh, I, if you think. Um, I I oh god, this is tough. I don't think so, cause I don't I don't think so. And this is just me, cause I don't usually see too many musicians dying on television for real, except for that one time in Buffy when the, uh, Buffy decapitated Ashanti. <laughs> but that was about it. Um. <laughs> but, what? Huh? Oh, you didn't know? Yeah, Ashanti was on the episode of Buffy. Yeah, when she had yeah. a career. <laughs> oh, yeah, back did in all, the day. All, was the only back thing that she day. said was baby? No, I don't know what she said, oh, said but oh, she, was, uh, she was dating <laughs> one of the friends. and um, She said John Tucker and, must die. And uh, they decapitated. Decapitated uh, her, but I don't think I don't think. Well, she stood up to Dandy, but she, Nora hasn't met Twisty yet, and I'm thinking that Twisty has a thing for blondes. Are all those um, victims, those people, aren't they blonde? No. Oh, they're not. Oh, okay. I was wondering about that. I was like, wait, are they all blonde? Okay, but uh, anywho, she hasn't met Twisty yet. His little, new, his new playmate or whatever. So, I don't know. I don't think she's going to die. I hope not. I like Patty. Okay. And that Woody Woodpecker thing, Poppy, you were asking. I can't do it, but uh, I did see a video of Britney Spears doing a good Woody Woodpecker. So, that sounds go, check on YouTube. go check that on oh, YouTube. I heard she does a good one. Yeah, she makes mm-hmm. good impressions. Google it, everybody. You, you mean yes. Britney, Britney does it better than me? 
Well, we didn't hear your version. Exactly. All right. Uh, I just got stage fright. I can't do it. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh just like Del well, Toledo. Yes, does it better than you. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, so that's my thoughts on um, Nora. But I thought when she was um, confronting Dandy and whatever, I thought, I did think that Twisty was going to come from the back and, and do her, get her. But uh, it didn't happen. So that, I, I don't think she's going to die. At all least 13 now. inches. What? What now? He was going to do her with all 13 inches. Oh my god. Oh. Cat's meow. <laughs> what did you think of Dandy, Twisty, and Nora? Um, Nora's not going to die because I don't think Patty LaBelle would let herself get murdered. Maybe she's movie. got a new attitude. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She, she like she's about to tell Dan, you think you're going to get you? Get you? <laughs> no, you didn't. Like, <laughs> you could going to get you, get me. <laughs> <laughs> like for real she was like nah like you are never going to lady murder me ever i am part of labelle i am the labelle and the labelle like, you you took the words right out of my mouth cast me out because i didn't want to say it but it seems like with I certain celebrities said, they don't want to die on camera i you really know? wish she would have said dandy you think you're gonna get you get me <laughs> <laughs> See, but you know what? I think she's gonna die, guys. Only because I know she's on for four episodes. But yeah, but that could be one of those what? things. Like maybe Dandy Danby's gonna run away. There will. There, I don't see. There's gonna. They're not gonna show. I don't see her letting. See, I don't let her. I don't see her letting a punk like Danby kill her off on a show like that. <laughs> I do see her taking the role if it's like you know a real horror scene. Like I could see Patty Labelle doing a real horror scene. I couldn't see it. I couldn't see it just because, like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, beyond if you could do a real horror scene, Patty, like she's if anything when she gets killed, she probably won't do the hey. Hey! <laughs> what? I don't know. Like I don't know. Like I like. Deadly. What is going on? <laughs> I thought I, that. I, like, I do feel like if she does do it, it will give it like it shows acting, true acting. If you can pull off a real, you know, yeah, I, pull I, off I, death, really, murder scene. I can't. I can't. I could barely like believe her like acting. Like really? I love Bell, but it just seemed like she was just reading them off a cue card. Oh, you think you now tell <laughs> the truth? <laughs> yeah, I did. I, I told you last week. I thought she was just channeling the the maid from uh, the Jeffersons. Exactly. Or... Like now, tell me the truth. Yeah. <laughs> you better get you get me. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you do it again, I don't care who you are. I'm gonna tell the police. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, Patty. <laughs> I will say this, and I don't want to talk ill of Miss LaBelle, but she was a little wooden in her delivery, yes. <laughs> she should have said, you better get you get me. At least she had practice saying that. I'm a, please, you better watch out. I'm going to get you get you. I'm going to get you get you. If you try to get you get me, I'm going to get you get you. <laughs> And then Dandy would have said, yeah, yeah, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> and then Gloria comes in and says, Creole lady mama live. Oh, let's hope Ryan Murphy is not thinking about this. Otherwise, he's going to do that song on the. You know. <laughs> yes. 
He might, because this is looking like Glee. With Don't put that out in the air like that. Please. We'll have Elsa <laughs> sing Lady Marmalade. <laughs> oh, Lord. <sighs> with Bet and Dot as her backup singers. Yes. Okay, let's move on from this, because we... That was... I don't even know what the hell we were talking about for the past ten minutes. But, um... Because that was nuts. I like that song a lot. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Jonathan Perkins is like 20 minutes late to the party. Oh, what? Well, I like that song. You know. You know I like that song. <laughs> no more singing. There'll be no... Oh, but wait, did y'all hear what she did? Ain't No Way by Aretha Franklin? And she tore that shit up and Aretha was mad about it. She didn't do that on the show, though. Oh, oh. sorry, sorry, sorry. It's okay. okay. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I don't even know where we're going next. Okay, so at the start of the episode, we see our, our homegirl, our home skillet, Ethel. She's at the doctor, Dr. Myron Bonham, who gives her a cirrhosis diagnosis that rhymed. Though she's been sober for years, there's a lot of liver scarring. Her prognosis isn't good. She has six months to a year to live. He advises her to keep her meat intake to a minimum, as well as not drinking to slow the process. But uh, that he's sorry to give her bad news, and she cries because he's the first doctor to show her some respect. Aww. Nobody else wants to awe with me. It's fine. Mm. And so, later on... I was uh, a little sad. Oh, okay, that's good. Later I on, was a little sad. I was, I was. I was a little sad. I was, I was. In a trailer, Dell's pumping iron while Desiree Dupree inspires him with her costume. Despite her vigorous rubbing of his crotch, he fails to attain an erection. Desiree is tired of excuses for his frequent impotence, and he rages against her, but she warns him off before leaving. He stumbles into a field and is hailed by drunken Ethel. Ethel correctly guesses the reason for his distraction. He admits that he was never in love with Ethel and she demands that Dell never reveal to Jimmy that Dell is his father and she confesses to him that he that she's dying. She wants Dell to guide and take care of Jimmy anyway and Dell further admits that um, he's been wondering lately what kind of father he would have made. So as we continue on in the night, you know, obviously all these other storylines are um, are happening. You know, at towards the end of the episode, Ethel's in her trailer, and she sees a ghost of uh, you know a ghost in the mirror, and uh, then poof, out of nowhere in a green fog appears Edward Mordrake himself. He confirms superstition to her, and he, uh, you know, occasionally speaks to his whispering face, distracting him from his interview with Ethel. Basically, what he's doing is he's trying to figure out who he's going to take with him that night. He says the face will know if she answers falsely the questions that he gives her, and um, she has he has her sit down, and he wants a story of her fall from grace. So Ethel had been a popular burlesque. You know, in, in a popular burlesque show with Dell, the strong man, and he advised her to go solo as a classical, um, you know, drama artist. That show failed miserably, and um, you know she admits that she has this deeper pain because the 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 
face in the on the back of uh, Edward Mardrake's face is like, you know, admit the deeper, darker shame. And so the penniless performers couldn't find any carny work, so Dell arranged a one-of-a-kind performance and charged tickets for admission to her birth of Jimmy. She laments that he's known nothing but exploitation from his first breath. Mordrake is moved by her story. Other ghosts arrive to watch her tale of sorrow. Ethel bows her head. She says she's ready to be taken, you know, because her life is short anyway. In another whisper, not the one. All her visitors have vanished. So, let's talk about Ethel. And um, we'll talk about Ethel first, and then afterwards I'll ask everybody who they think will be the one. So what did everyone think about Ethel? And Cat's Meow says, she's your homegirl. You want to, you know, you want to do little, put little um, little scrunchies in her beard. You want to take selfies with her. Tell us all about your girl, Ethel. That was weird, and it made me feel really sad. Like, it just made me feel really, really sad, like... You had you had like a really good beginning, and then you got dickmatized by a strong man, <laughs> and then you like you could have been something big, but you took a chance on a man with a curly mustache. She was already big. Who? No, I was. Just well, I mean, like she could have been. No, I mean, like she could have been bigger because they were on their way to Paris, and then she left the tour and started. Why she could have been with Dorothy with um. Josephine Baker. Yeah, but like not doing a Romeo, Romeo. <laughs> Where out there, Romeo? Something like, girl, it was bad. It was bad. Nobody want to hear Shakespeare. Don't even want to hear you recite the classics, girl. That's not what artsy fartsy people want to see. Artsy fartsy people want to see people that they don't see every day. They want to see some some people with fucking. Three arms and two eyeballs with fucking three noses. They want to see some out of the ordinary shit, like a woman with a big ass beard. That strong man didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. He was too busy trying. I don't know what the fuck he was trying to do. He is gay. The strong man, <clears throat> men, and that is okay. You just have to be honest with yourself. You were dating a woman with a beard, and now you're dating a woman with three titties and a penis and a vagina. Wake up and smell the coffee. Pussy is not what you want, and that is okay. That is okay. They have groups for you. They really do. If you're not ready, then it's okay, but don't be cast your black shadow, your premature ejaculation issues on other people. Well, I think there there was nothing awake to ejaculate. I thought, I thought, boom, goes the dynamite. I thought it happened too fast. (laughs) That's what I thought. I was like, okay, well, he just like shaboopied, you know, maybe he's stressed <laughs> out or he hasn't like, you know, he, he hasn't gotten gitchied. He gitchy gitchied <laughs> all over her scent, <laughs> bitch. Like, all over her, yeah, yeah. But I'm, I need to know where Angela Bassett's character is going besides being the three tittied woman. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> And that tickled Jonathan Perkins. It did. Deadly, what would you think of your girl, Ethel? Did you want to, you know, uh, put some conditioner on her beard? <laughs> no, not into her beard, but, man, into I did. Into other places. Yeah, she made me, you know, kind of kind of tear up a little bit when, you know, she told that doctor that, you know, that was the first doctor, you know, that, that treated her. 
treat her her kindness and and then that got to me. That got to me. Yeah. Debbie and then has her, a sensitive side. Yeah, man. And you know, just her whole little backstory. I, I see. I, I love these little backstories, man. I hope they keep on doing it because it kind of reminds me of the whole Elephant Man backstory. And just love to see the freaks' backstories, man. See, see how they got to the freak show. And uh, Miss uh, Three Booby Woman. Yeah, she was rubbing too much, man. That was just a little bit too much rubbing. <laughs> I, Thought that fish was going to start a forest fire. I, exactly. I didn't <laughs> need to see all that. I was like, girl, stop. <laughs> Shoot. That is yeah, but- Academy Award nominated Angela Bassett for your information. <laughs> <laughs> well, now she's Academy Award winning dick rubber. <laughs> yes. There you go. <laughs> Prince, Prince, did she rub you right? <laughs> well, you know what? I wouldn't be turning down no Angela Bassett rubbing me down. Let's just put that out there. But um, I kind of think, for some reason, I keep trying to think. I don't think this strongman is really a freak. I, 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 I'm honestly thinking he's like a he shot up mad steroids, and that's why he can't get it up. Like I, I'm gonna stick to this. I think he's like a Roy junkie, really. Well, his, like, his, he's a freak because he can't maintain an erection. Because, <laughs> like, I'm like, even when you see how quick he is to, like, he's angry, like, quick, like, zero to 100 real quick. Like, I'm telling you, I, I think this dude's got, like, serious roid rage. And, like, no, that's going to be his backstory. Like, he just shot up mad steroids and just, like, turned it to, like, the little Hulk. But I'm kind of, I kind of hope um that's who, um more drake's coming for i kind of hope he he's killing our strong man i hope he's gonna be like you know what you're not the purest one out of all of them you're probably the worst one out of all of them so i'm about to take your ass either that or esmeralda they're gonna take the lady with the three boobies yeah because she ain't doing shit so he's like you know what you could take your little three boobies and you're not doing shit ass and come with me (laughs) (laughs) oh my god because I'm like I'm really getting disappointed. Like I I, I I was very excited. I said it from the beginning about Angela Bassett in this role, but you're really not doing much with this role but being a mutt. And I'm all set. She said being a mutt. Lord, Lord. <laughs> that's what I, that's exactly what I said. Lord have mercy in my mind. <laughs> Jonathan Perkins. What's going on with the strong man? Why can't he get it up? Um, that's his, his freak, uh, that's his freak of nature, that's his, his, his issue. He can't get it up because he doesn't have that much testosterone in his body <laughs> <laughs> to make it get, to make it wake up. But I was, I was turned on by them getting it on. I was like, look at these freaks. I said, I said, Del and Desiree are freaks. But when he said he couldn't get it up and she was rubbing it, I said, well, what's the point? What's the point? What's the what's point of rubbing it? What's the point? I mean, if he hasn't been getting it up before, what's the point? And even uh, um, attempting anything, you know? But like Cat's Meow says, he probably is, uh, you know, he probably likes boys. That's probably why he can't get, get it up. Now, I've seen some gay for pay bitches. So, um, he, you know, he might not be able to get it up, but, um, 
Uh, who else? We're talking about Ethel as well, right? Mm-hmm. Is she a um, gay for pay, bitch? No, <laughs> she is not. She she is not gay for pay. Um, <laughs> I am happy to say that she is uh, not, you know, she just has a beard, you know. Uh, she went out, she got herself pregnant with that handsome man. Oh, Lord, I'm And, um, you know, uh, she's she's not gay for pay but uh i (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) she's not gay for pay but i um i'm very upset i'm I'm very sad about her storyline um and and how she has six months to a year to live and all I kept saying as the, the episode progressed, all I kept saying, I was like, there her ass go with that bottle again. Why don't you just put the bottle down? Put it down and eat the vegetables like the doctor said. What but kind of vegetables she, would you recommend for her? Like anything so, um, she could pick off the ground, like dandelions, four-leaf clover, shit like that. Because they ain't got no, they ain't got no produce. You don't want the produce. Like unless they plant shit themselves, like all she going to have is, I don't know. But, I mean, they they're in Florida. They could get some. They in Florida. Oranges. You know, they could get oranges. I would recommend uh, some uh, dark greens, kale, collard greens, uh, mustard greens, broccoli, uh, spinach. I would recommend all that. Uh, uh, yams, steamed. Uh, I would recommend all that for her. Uh, for that for the issue that she has. Um, but she, I think she's now that she's. You know she's older you know in age and all that stuff i guess she's feeling like you know you know it's whatever you know i'm i'm this old there's no reason to really fight anymore so i'm gonna go mm-hmm. wait i have a it's- quick question <laughs> yeah okay you guys said that you guys okay cats meow and jonathan you guys both believe that you guys might think that the muscle man's gay but doesn't she have? Why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he have gotten it? Because doesn't she have a penis too? Like, but hey, like it's deeper than just that, though. Like he, <laughs> like yes, I feel like he, there's a possibility he could be into men just because of the bearded woman and the fact that his lady friend or whatever they're going by these days, it has a penis and a vagina. Intersex. And- Thank you. We learned that last week. <laughs> yes, oh, that's right. Thank you. But you know what I mean? Like he like or, he just got a lot maybe, of shit going on. Like he do you said, think maybe she's he's really she's pushing out. the wrong thing. You think he's, maybe she's not she's not advertising the right thing for him at the moment. Or she should be playing with the back door? Anal probe. <laughs> you know, yeah, she was she was, was down. Remember she did last week. She was down to do that to the that one boy. Yeah, See? I was just thinking that. I was like, she's probably that's a down doing ass him. That's, because, a, that's a down ass bitch right there. Yes. <laughs> I mean, have you, I mean, I've seen the videos with, who was that chick? The big dick bitch? Oh, T.S. Madison? Yes. I, now, I didn't see the video. I saw the damn trailer with her and Sarge or whatever from Dog Pound USA or something. What? And uh, what's going on? What happened? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Keep going. Oh, I didn't want to shock your ass. Okay, but um, <laughs> you're shocking, Prince. 
Yeah, but um, you know, um, she's probably maybe maybe you know he likes because I heard some men also like to get penetrated back there. I did watch an episode of Real Sex on HBO. Yeah, no, it's called pegging. What's it called? It's called pegging, and yes, <laughs> there are men who like they they're not gay, I guess. They they're straight. Yeah, they're but straight, they, but they like they like for their women to top them. Which that's your they, business. Like I bet it for you, I bet it feels hella good. That's good for you. You found your plan, go with it. Go forth and multiply, yeah. sir. I love that Jonathan yeah. Perkins gets his sexual knowledge from HBO's real sex. <laughs> I mean, but <laughs> That's Nobody, a good show. Like, it's a good show. You don't like that's how I found out about uh, erotic urban poetry yeah. about vaginas and oh, oh my god! Did you did you do you remember that poetry? She's like, I won't lie, I can't lie, I give good head. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. Huh? When she said that, I said I should make that my status on Facebook. Ooh. <laughs> It got me, you know. I don't, I'm I'm sounding a little bit too excited. Oh my god! Okay. <laughs> so, but anywho, um, uh, he he's overcompensating for something, you know. He can't get it up. Shit, he yoked uh Angela Bassett up against the wall, but she's showing that she has power over him. Mm-hmm. He was like anime, uh, right? Oh, anime. Oh, 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 I just got that. Oh, you know, it went over my head, but I caught it. I caught it. It went over my head, but I caught it. Okay. But, um, uh, yeah, but I'm very uh, sad to hear about uh, Ethel and her situation. Now she's asking him to be a father now. Why? It seems like he's, it seems like everything that Jimmy has learned, he's learned it from his mother and he's grown now, I guess. And we don't know how old he is, but he, he's coming into his own. He seems like he's a, a decent man, you know, uh, making his own decisions and trying to make his way into the world and being a leader. Because I see that from him, his character, this character, Jimmy, a type of leadership role with him. Yes, and speaking of Lobster Boy, my husband had like three of his friends over to watch the show, and they were all taking dibs on Jimmy. So move over, Jonathan. You got some competition. Ooh. What? Yes. Well, <laughs> well, this is what this is what you can tell them. You can tell them that Jonathan Perkins knows how to cook everything, and I will put it down in that kitchen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like an advertisement. <laughs> so yeah no I'll, I'll whip something up right quick you come to my house for Christmas with Jonathan Yo. Perkins <laughs> Jonathan Perkins yes. better be careful let Emma Roberts hear this she might come to your door and just smack the shit out <laughs> I don't what let Emma you know Roberts come over here <laughs> Emma Emma could try it if she wants to and on that note I want to get everyone's wager on who Edward Mordrake is going to take next week. Because obviously he's going to take somebody. Because they're not going to build this shit up and not, you know, leave a nice payoff. So who mm -hmm. do you think is going to disappear next week from the freak show? Or, well, let's, I'll throw a curveball. Because in the preview, we did see that Dell is going to, he's like, I'm going to kill him before he grabs any of us do you think he's gonna die so who is he gonna grab 
Or if you don't think he's going to grab anyone, do you think they're going to somehow stop him? So, uh, I'll go in ABC order. Cat's meow. No, like, he ain't going to... They can't defeat something that's dead, like, whether they want to or not. Like, he's leaving with somebody. He's either leaving with the lady with the three boobies... Or he may oh. be leaving with uh, the, you know, the man with the tiny arms. Oh. Just because, like, I mean, I like hearing that dude talk because he's, you know, he sound good when you close your eyes. Um, oh. But he like, <laughs> <laughs> but he's not really too much of an important character, and he seems very like, you know. I, I'm very all about myself, but still about my family. But I'll take somebody's food from the from the counter if they're not eating it, kind of thing. And he's not really too major, so they may be leaving with one of those two. Okay, deadly. I'm kind of with Cat's meow. I don't think they're gonna take any a major character. I mean, come on, now we need Anne by their three titties for a while, and and strong man's gonna gotta stay there. Uh, I'm thinking it could be. Uh, gigantic lady, whoever that you know, Amazon is, Eve. Amazon Eve, because I mean, what, what's she doing? But just kind of taking up space with her pink shoes and, and walking around getting um, scared. She's my petite best yeah, friend. She's well, my petite <laughs> transportation. <laughs> like that is my got wheels, and her wheels is a six foot seven Glamazon woman. <laughs> Well, if it's not Glamazon, then it could be uh, Pepper's uh, brother or whatever the hell he is. Oh, damn. <laughs> Love her. <laughs> like, I, oh, no, that's awesome. his name Salt Shaker or something like that? Salt, salt Shaker. Yeah. <laughs> is his name Salt? Like, it would make sense. <laughs> right. And shoot, that's my guess anyway. Hmm. 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 Makes you ponder. Yeah. <laughs> Jonathan Perkins, who do you think? Um, who do I think? I didn't get too much thought on who he was gonna take. Um, I figure if he's already dead, they'll have to figure out some way to exercise him. Um, like with insanity or something? Huh? Like with insanity or something? No. I, how do you is exercise or exercise? How do you say it? When you do an exorcism? Exercise. Yeah, but it's exercise. Wait a second. Oh, Poppy, don't do it to me now. Damn it. Because <laughs> you know I'm thinking, I'm like, am I saying this wrong? I think I am. But anywho, um, the, um, I think it's, it's exercise. Oh, hold, let me look this shit up. Damn it. Um, they would, um, they would have to... Actually, I can't look that up because I don't want nothing coming in my house. Um, um, <laughs> uh, oh, um, so, um, they would have to figure out a way to um, defeat him on a, uh, the spiritual level. Actually, what I was thinking about, I was like, maybe he might take them all. But the legend is that he can only take one or he chooses to take one. He chooses to take one. I don't think he can take them all. <laughs> Oh, I was thinking about that because it seems like they've been in it all together, you know. But um, let's leave see. all together. Yeah, let's see. Who do I think? Oh God, it's such a tough decision. It has to be someone we wouldn't expect at all because we're in love with them. Like my you. petite, my petite <gasps> little. Ass. Oh no! It's too yeah. early for my petite. 
Yeah, he might take her. She's so cute. Oh my god, let me look at a picture of her again. Isn't he coming for like <laughs> the most unpure, the unpurest? Is what, what's what is he actually looking for? The ones that the one that's the truest freak. The truest okay. freak. So he, you had to be a true freak in order to be taken. Yeah, deadly. So you better get on where you need to be because he's taking the truest of freak. Yes. Why? Wait, what do you know about deadly? <laughs> Deadly's a straight up freak. Yeah, like, like this, like this, like that. I serve it up nasty. <laughs> <laughs> How, what? How do you know that? Like, is it from the lyrics in your music? Do you talk about sex? Oh Lord, my God. This is too much. <laughs> Turn around, hands on your Jump head, face down, ah. legs spread. Got it. Got it. I'm going I'm going to YouTube right now. I'm going to type in deadly. <gasps> this is too much. But, um, why am I um, crying right now? You're crying? Oh my god. <laughs> well, I knew something was wrong with your energy. So what is going on? Oh right? my. Oh my god, no, not no. <laughs> We're good, Jonathan. We're good. Are you sure? Because you sound, you've been sounding a little bit different. But I want to get, back, I want to get back to the show. But I want to ask you after oh. the show. But um, I want to know who Prince thinks. Who Prince? Is it Prince's turn? Yes, yeah, it's yeah, Prince's turn. Um, man, uh, <laughs> um, I wanted to be Dale, but like um, Deadly said, you're right. They're not just gonna take a main character, not one of these main actors that they just got onto the series away too soon. So I'm hoping maybe it's like he comes out of left field and, you know, maybe he gets Danby. Maybe like these freaking idiots show up to the freak show and he just snatches them up. Oh, that's interesting. Hmm. And I know Twisty already mm-hmm. made his appearance. Oh, but my bad. No, 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 no go ahead. Finish up, finish up. At the, at, the, at the freak show once and watch them, you know, as they buried the cops. So I'm like, you know, why not make another appearance? Bring Danby with you and let him get him. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's interesting. I'm going to agree with Deadly. I think it's going to be Amazon Eve for some reason. Because I just, they can't pick yes. one of our regulars. And I kind of like everybody else except for Amazon Eve just because she hasn't really done anything <laughs> except for just stand there really tall. Mm-hmm. Either you, 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 no, you can't, you can't take my petite transportation. They just, they won't. <laughs> How's this bitch going to get around? They gonna she, walk could ride in, in, she could ride in between of Dot's heads. <laughs> she don't, she ain't gonna like a pony. With anyone else. Oh my god. I don't know. She better put some wheels on that pumpkin. <laughs> she better. She could use the pumpkin for transportation. Oh my god. Yeah, but I don't. I think it could be Amazon Eve. Uh, hopefully not, but I guess we'll find out next week, and we'll see who was right. So on that note, good grief, it's been a crazy episode. And on that note, it's been a crazy episode. Join us next time for even more, and for a brand new installment of Are You Afraid Freak Show. Download this episode and many more by visiting poppychuloradio.com forward slash archives. Registered users will gain access to the Poppy Chulo Radio archives of previously aired broadcasts. Please like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash PCR Are You Afraid. Also like Poppy Chulo Radio on Facebook by going to 
at facebook.com forward slash poppy chulo radio. You can email us with any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns at contact at poppy chulo radio.com. Co host, can you please wish the listeners a good night? Good night, everybody. Good night, good night. Good night, y'all. Jonathan Perkins, how are you reading the, the vibrations from all of the people that are listening? Is everyone having a good night? Uh, it seems like it. Uh, it seems like the energy is well, but there's someone on my mind. <laughs> okay, I'll get it. Get it, Esmeralda. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Join us every Monday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific, for a brand new installment of Are You Afraid Freak Show and more readings next week as well. Good night, everyone. Thank you.